kind of goes back to the first thing I talked about with this finding by this House Oversight Committee that the Biden family was engaged in criminal behavior. But there's an aspect of it I want to focus on here. It's not, you know, what I opened with, whether I'm holding out hope and all that. But it's a runaway federal bureaucracy. And once again, and you've heard me talk extensively on this podcast, hammering the FBI and making the case that they should be abolished. I'd settle for defunding them first, doing this systematically, because you're never going to get Congress, and not even if if, if two-thirds of, of the House and the Senate was controlled by the GOP, you're never going to get them to dissolve a federal agency. Never. And it isn't just the FBI. It's the DEA. It's the Department of Education. Department of Agriculture, all those things should be dissolved. But I'm going to continue to make the case about the FBI. Now, here's what's different with the FBI. These other federal bureaucracies like the Department of Education, Department of Agriculture, and some of those folks, They don't have the authority and the power that the FBI has. The FBI can make arrests. The FBI can put a case together and ruin your life. Very few of the other federal agencies have that kind of awesome authority. And I maintain that the federal government and even the states, we don't have a need for a law enforcement agency that's corrupt. We have no need for a law enforcement agency we can't trust. We have no need for a law enforcement agency that thinks they're above the law. So in this investigation of Biden, I come across this aspect of it. FBI won't give Congress whistleblower document alleging Biden bribery scheme. The FBI, from the story here, the Washington Times, the FBI does not deny that it has a whistleblower document alleging then-Vice President Biden engaged in a bribery scheme with a foreign national, but it won't turn it over to Congress, they said. Bureau officials told the House Oversight Committee and Accountability Committee Wednesday they would not comply with a subpoena seeking a whistleblower report. Let me stop there. A subpoena is binding. You don't have a choice. Now, you can make a claim of my ah, Fifth Amendment. It might, it, it might uh, you know, implicate me in wrongdoing or whatever. You can make that claim. But you, you have to go into court and say, hey, I don't want to turn this over because it might violate my right against self-incrimination. You can do that. That's part of the process. The FBI is not saying anything. We're not turning it over. So the FBI did respond with a letter, you know, this, and they just basically said, go pound sand. Here's their justification. This guy, Mr. Dunham, Christopher Dunham, he's the uh, spokesperson, so to speak, for the office of the FBI. Now, he's actually the acting assistant director. 
He said, handling over such a document, even though it is not classified, and that's key here, could result in outsiders reviewing unverified information out of context without protecting the integrity and confidentiality of the sources and the information. That excuse is used so often by the FBI for one reason. They don't want to turn over information that would be highly damaging to their integrity, their competency, and their trustworthiness. It would be embarrassing. So they tried to hide it. And they try to hide, well, we can't do that because it'll compromise the investigation. Well, we can't turn it over because it's unverified. Well, we can't turn it over because, you know, it's highly sensitive and, and it could get people killed. It's all BS, ladies and gentlemen. And at the very least, if they really believe this, then they should go into federal court and say, you know, judge, we, we, here's why. And a judge can have a closed-door session. And then the judge should ask questions. Well, what's so highly confidential here? What do you mean you haven't verified it? Well, you, you haven't verified it. Why not? Ask some questions. And then the judge should make an independent determination. This isn't going to compromise national security, for heaven's sakes. But no, they're just not going to do it. So then as Dunham goes on to say, significant harm to investigative work and to the programs as a whole could result from disseminating the FD-1023 or other similar documents. So it says here, the response comes one week after Chairman James Comer, Kentucky Republican, subpoenaed the FBI for the document, which was filed with the FBI, get this, in June of 2020, they had this whistleblower report. It is 2023. They've had over two years to investigate the validity of this information and this document, and they didn't because they never thought it would come to light or to light. They were hiding their behavior. And that gets back to this oversight, constitutional oversight role of the Congress. They are our elected representatives who are charged by the Constitution with oversight over the federal government, meaning the other branches and mainly the executive and the federal bureaucracy, meaning the FBI. They have oversight authority, the Congress. And the specific constitutional aspect is in Article 1, Section 8, and it says the Congress has the authority to make all laws which shall be necessary and proper for carrying into execution the foregoing powers and all other powers vested by this Constitution in the government of the United States or in any department or officer thereof. The necessary and proper clause allows the Congress to have oversight authority over this government. And the FBI is basically saying, we don't care. We don't care about no stinking constitution. We don't care about your authority. We're going to do what we think is best. We're going to do what we want to do. 
So they're basically not just turning over a subpoenaed record. Congress should be livid. They already should have gone into court and told a judge, hey, judge, we need this record. We have the authority for it. We issued a subpoena, and we want the record. Have the FBI say, well, it's going to come. We don't care. We're not going to release it to the public, but we want it as part of our investigation, and you must turn it over. And any judge worth their salt should know the Constitution, well, they have oversight authority. Uh, Yeah, I guess you got to turn it over. People have gone to jail. Steve Bannon went to jail for not complying with a subpoena. He was called to testify during that January 6th nonsense. And he said, I'm I'm protected by, uh, you know, the executive authority, separation of powers. And the judge said, no, you're not. And he was arrested and charged with contempt, and that's what should happen here. So we're going to find out how serious this GOP House Committee's authority is, or how serious they take this. Because I just think it's all theater. It's all saber-rattling. I mean, they should. What's taking? What's taking them so long to go into court? I'm talking about the House GOP Oversight Committee. What's taking them so long? And the FBI's had this since 2020. And one of the questions that one of the members, GOP members, had on this thing, they also want to know what you did with the information when you got it. Did you investigate it? This happened three years ago, almost to the day. It was June of 2020. What investigation was done that the vice president of the United States may be involved in bribery schemes, criminality, selling the office of vice president for influence? They should have been alarmed by this. And don't forget, Merrick Garland wasn't the attorney general at the time. It was probably Bill Barr. This goes back that far. Because it says Biden was still vice president of the United States, which means the administration hadn't been turned over yet. What was Bill Barr doing? Another D.C. insider. So now, Comer is now the chair of the Oversight Committee, James Comer, Republican, Kentucky. Here's a story from back in December of 2022. USA News. Representative James Comer calls for dismantling the disgraced FBI investigating Facebook and Google. Ranking member of the House Oversight Committee, James Comer, announced that he favors dismantling the disgraced FBI, and launching investigations into the activities of big tech giants like Google and Facebook. So he says here, a quote from Comer, when we knew the disgraced FBI was the one communicating with the three Twitter employees, that this was Russian disinformation. This is over Hunter's laptop. So the FBI is communicating with Twitter employees and says this is Russian disinformation. 
So Comer says, this is serious. What else are they involved in at the disgraced FBI? The entire FBI needs to be dismantled. I second that motion. And I've said so long before today. And it's in the public domain. You'll probably find it under one of the, you know, the, the Clark haters, the Daily Beast and whatnot, you know, uh, inflammatory remarks made by former Sheriff Clark, the controversial blah, 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 blah. No, I meant it. And I made the case. I don't throw flames. I'm not a flamethrower. I went through the litany of illegal activity going on within the entire structure of the FBI, top to bottom. Get rid of it. There is no reforming the FBI. The corruption is part of their culture. So now that Comer's in charge, let's let's find out how serious he is. I mean, this FBI, they're acting like the Stasi, for heaven's sakes. You know, that German law enforcement, secret police of the German Democrat Republic, East Germany. It was one of the most hated and feared institutions of the East German communist government, the Stasi, the FBI. Just take Stasi out and put FBI in there. This here, uh, a column on the Stasi from Britannica, whose formal role was not defined in legislation. It was responsible for both domestic political surveillance and foreign espionage. And it was overseen by the ruling Socialist Unity Party. It became a highly effective secret police organization. That's what the FBI is acting like. A secret police organization. Feeling they're accountable to no one. It sought to infiltrate, infiltrate every institution of society and every aspect of daily life including the intimate, personal, and familial relationships. How about the FBI trying to infiltrate the Catholic Church? They've infiltrated big tech. They're acting like the Stasi. That's not hyperbole. That's not throwing a flame. You know, I took you through a litany of things that the FBI's been involved in over the years. Years. Decades. Let me just read some headlines from it. Here's one lawmakers to FBI head request information about FBI illegal spying. Here's one from a Democrat. Democrat senator demands FBI explain how it hacks Americans. Here's another one. FBI caught in massive scandal. All credibility lost. Senator Chuck Grassley was intense on Sunday when he talked to former U.S. House Rep. Trey Gowdy about whistleblowers within the FBI who were pointing fingers at the FBI's top brass who told him one of the agent's actions in particular was critical to creating the two tiers of justice within the department and was working to discredit allegations against Hunter Biden, son of President, Vice President, well, now President Joe Biden, while elevating nonsense charges against Donald Trump. Another headline, Department of Justice says FBI has systemic misconduct problems and isn't reporting Serious issues with agents. Another headline. 
Inspector General audit finds widespread problems with FBI's FISA applications. Justice Department Inspector General Michael Horowitz issued a report on the FBI's applications to surveil U.S. citizens, finding widespread failure that raises serious questions and criticizing agents for not fixing flaws spotted in previous audits. I said it's corrupt from top to bottom. Here's another one. Inspector General finds deep-rooted irresponsibility at the FBI. Here's another one. FBI undercover program threatens national security with mismanagement and poor training, the Department of Justice Inspector General says. FBI operatives conducting undercover investigations have been hampered by poor training and a lack of supervision by unqualified case coordinators, putting agents' lives and the nation's security at risk according to a withering report issued Tuesday by the Department of Justice watchdog. See, they claim when they want to hide stuff, well, national security is at risk. But they're engaging in behavior that is actually putting national security at risk. Here's another one. I'm making the case, ladies and gentlemen, that this isn't a one-off with the FBI. They're no good. Ex-FBI lawyer tried to label Trump, don't be afraid of COVID posts as misinformation. A top Twitter executive wanted to label as misinformation President Trump's upbeat post telling Americans, don't be afraid of COVID after he overcame the viral disease in 2020. This is the FBI. Tell them don't believe the, the, the president's comments. Here's another one. Twitter files show FBI offered executive top secret info to guide 2020 election censorship. Top secret information being revealed to Twitter executives. And yet with this other document they don't want to turn over to the House Oversight Committee, well, it's, it's, it's sensitive information. It might compromise national security. And they're giving this crap to Twitter executives. Here's another one. Twitter files reveal flood of FBI emails, back-channel tools used by feds to censor posts. Coordination between the FBI and a top Twitter official on censoring posts included more than 150 emails with agents between January of 2020 and November of 2022, the latest drop of internal documents released as part of the Elon Musk's Twitter files. Again, you know, turning over sensitive information to and and interfering in U.S. elections. This is the behavior of this organization. Here's another one. Twitter files fuel suspicions that the FBI tipped the scales for Biden in 2020. This stuff is sickening. And it's dangerous. You wonder why I refer to them as the Stasi? We have a secret police agency in the federal government. It's called the FBI. So when this sort of behavior happened, I don't know, almost 40, 50 years ago with the FBI and CIA and other intel agencies. And then how about those clowns? How about all those clowns, the 51 former intel 
people who signed that letter calling Hunter Biden's laptop Russian disinformation. What about those clowns? Clapper. Brennan. Working with the Biden campaign during the 2020 election to provide cover. Well, they'll believe you guys. You guys are the intel experts. You know what Russian disinformation. No, they don't. They don't know Russian disinformation any more than I do. Any more than you do. I mean, all you got to do is go back to the Steele dossier. Again, the FBI involved in the Steele dossier. Using a former, is it MI5 or MI6, UK intel agency discredited uh, informant. Christopher Steele, discredited. And the FBI knew it, and they ran with it anyway to go get a search warrant to spy on Trump's presidential campaign. You have to be more than unnerved about this. You have to be more than outraged by this. We have to get rid of the FBI. People ask me, what are we going to replace it with? I don't know. I don't care. All I know is we don't need the FBI. Famous, but incompetent and corrupt. You talk about race, crime, and politics. Some folks lose sleep over this, but not me, because I sleep just fine on my Giza Dream Sheets and Pillow from my pillow, especially this new 2.0. If you haven't gotten yours yet, you are missing out. Just go to MyPillow.com and use promo code CLARK at C-L-A-R-K-E and save up to 66% off. The direct link is also available on my website, americasheriff.com. Get a great night's sleep so we can continue the fight. Friends, I want to thank you for listening to today's episode of Straight Talk with yours truly, America Sheriff David Clark. And a special thank you also goes out to our sponsors. My goal, as always, is to break down these complex and many times controversial issues and bring it to you straight with a little dose of common sense, no media bias, no talking points, just truth. And this podcast would not be possible without your support. I hope you enjoyed this episode. And if you did, please leave a review at Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite place to listen. And please share this message of common sense on social media. For more content, be sure to follow me on Truth Social, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. And just a reminder, we'd love for you to join our Straight Shooters VIP podcast club for only $5 per month. And with that membership, you'll receive invitations to attend private podcast events throughout the year as a VIP guest when we come to your town. Plus, if you join today, you'll also receive a free coffee mug and a sample of our private label coffee as long as supplies last. Subscribe and join at americasheriff.com. This podcast is brought to you by americasheriff.com with executive producer Judy Wilkinson of J.L. Wilkinson Consulting and producer Josh Wentz in partnership with our friends at Bulldog Media. If you are interested in partnering with Straight Talk Podcasts or having me speak in your area, please contact Judy at Consulting at gmail.com, 706-518-2116. That's Consulting at gmail.com, phone number 706-518-2116. 